Nintendo joins the battle, showing off a bunch of exciting new things to come and a partner showcase, even a few Xbox titles headed to the Switch. And we finally got a look at the new Elden Ring DLC. We even got a release date. We're going to talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we bring you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. We're on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Iraq the Red. I am joined every week by this gentleman right here, Full Clip. What's going on, dude? How are you? What's up? You know, there's some pretty messed up stuff going on out there, man. Um, did you hear that they tried to shut the cell phone networks down today? Because they didn't mm -hmm. want this gaming news getting out. But we're truth warriors. And exactly. we're going to put it out there one way or the other. One way or the other. We're going to figure it out. We're going to do it um, the old-fashioned way if we need to. Whatever that is. Right. We're going to mail it out to people. Magazines. Yeah. Gaming Ooh, News idea. Weekly in print. Yes. This is something we should have been doing already, you know, like everybody likes a good uh, zine. Remember mm -hmm. those? Like a tiny magazine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to print media? Am I right? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, how you been? Good, good. Uh, yeah, getting over COVID, haven't had a lot of time to branch out in any gaming, but um, I've, I've played a lot of Hell Let Loose this past week. It's still are you good. Like, are you like the best at it now? You're like in general? I wouldn't army. say the best. I'm I'm getting up there. I'm getting some experience, and I'm learning sort of how to move around the map and what to expect. I still get, you know, creamed sometimes, but mm. sometimes good I, I go on a good rip. I've gotten, like, 10 kill streaks, and in that game, it's kind of saying something. That Yeah, it sounds impressive in any game. So, yeah, it's it's fun, though. You're enjoying it? Oh, yeah. Nice. Do you have a, a, a specialty, a role that you uh, play normally in the, in the army? Is it I've the been... Army? Uh, mm, I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. But you're like, uh, you play at several different countries, so I don't know exactly mm. how the other mm. militaries work. But uh, my my specialty has sort of been the machine gun, mm. and mm -hmm. it's not like you know a, a Call of Duty or a Battlefield game where you've got that massive like fifty pound machine gun and you're just gonna run and gun with it anyway. This yeah. is like you're not gonna hit anything unless you plant yourself on the ground, pull out the bipod, or put yourself in a position where you can uh, like lean that thing on something. And then maybe, I mean, you got to be patient. You got to wait. But if the enemy's coming near you in waves, you can start mowing people down. It's fun. Nice. Nice. It sounds fun. I, one of these days I'm going to try it, but I'm still, I'm very scared. I'm scared that people are going to yell at me for being really bad. And then I'm just going to get shot a whole bunch. Um, but these are, you know, these are, fears that i have in my everyday life as well so yeah you know i just gotta face them and this is the best place to do it um i have been playing a game that um well i've been playing two games and they've both kind of just taken over everything i'm still playing the mobius machines that metroidvania from last week deep in it i'm loving it every minute of it i'm like enjoying uh i'm enjoying it so much but a new game has taken 
the top spot, and I talked about it briefly uh, a couple weeks back, Balatro. This is a poker um, deck-building roguelike um, where you got to get the best poker hand. And um, it, it like to keep things fresh after every round, much like a deck builder or roguelike, you could buy new cards. Um, and either you buy jokers that are multiplying your score. So like recently I, I went on a good tear and because I had like four jokers that each one of them multiplied my score times 10. So at that point, dude, I'm crushing it, dude. I, I'm just doing one hand and I'm winning everything. But then it gets to a point where like, um, they throw a little curveball at you and it's like all your spades don't count. Or all your diamonds don't count. So this one that I was crushing it, I was like, "Oh, dude, I was I change I was changing all my cards from black suited cards to diamonds and hearts." And then I had these jokers that says like, "If you ever put up a diamond, you're getting points." So I'm like, "This is the best. I'm scoring all these things." And then like I was just about to beat the like you you go and every round it, it counts. Like I think seven or eight rounds and you beat the game. Basically, it's the final boss. And I get there, and the last one is like, diamonds don't count. And, oh, it hurts so bad, man. But I, I just jump right back on the horse, and I get back out there, and I'm trying a different strategy, you know, where I'm getting yeah. different cards that do different stuff. And it is so much fun. I've said it, it's right up there with the elites, um, like Slay the Spire, Monster Train, as one of the best deck builders out right now. And it's just with with playing cards. You know, it's not any it's, there's no special abilities or anything it's such a well-made game i'm in love now, with it is that like random every time or once you've had something pulled on you like the diamonds don't count are you able to sort of know that going forward um i th- no it's random it is random um uh, i don't know how how it works out but there are like certain abilities that can i think where you can change what that that you know that hook is in the thing so um i'm still learning the ins and outs how to get the best thing because you could skip a round completely so that you're not getting the money from that round you're uh, um but it gives you like a little extra bonus and sometimes that bonus will help you know um but you could so that hook like where your diamonds don't count you could see it like before it's coming up so i you you can pivot a little bit but it's usually only like it gives you like two options to really change your deck around uh and usually it's not enough to to but yeah dude i i'm watching i'm on there on youtube uh watching videos people strategizing i'm getting like i haven't been this invested into a game um in a while so and it's so it feels so dumb because it's just like like it's just playing cards just poker but it's like the style of it is gorgeous um like you can upgrade the cards to make them like you know, pearlescent or gold or and each one of those has a different ability, but it like makes it like the card look uh that way and stuff. It's a great game. It was I think it's on sale for like thirteen dollars. It's the best thirteen dollars I've ever spent. Nice. So you yeah. gotta get into the esports league. Oh, you know it. Um I do think they have like a ranked type situation that I haven't even dabbled in yet. But um there's so much of that game that I haven't really um messed around with but yeah it is it's a blast anybody that's a fan of deck builders 
go check out Balatro. B-A-L-A-T-R-O. Mwah. That's what I have to say about it. Mwah. Um, but that's like pretty much it. That's all I've been playing. I got some games that I'm excited to check out next week. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, those games have really been like all I've wanted to play. Even when I'm like working, I'm like, I can't wait to go home and, and, and play these games. And I'm playing them both on the steam deck. So right now my wrist is like killing me. Like I've been like, I got some inflammation going on cause I've just, I've been playing too much. That's what happens when you're old and super into video gaming. What are you going to do, right? Yep. You're going to have to buy a bigger battery pack, I guess. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, let's get this show on the road. Let's get into our new releases from last week. All right. First up, Nightingale came to PC on February 20th. Now, this is into early access right now. It's not the official uh, release. But this is, um, we've talked about it a few times. Uh, it's the open world survival game. You got to cook, craft, you uh, you know, you farm, do all this stuff. Uh, and then you go to these uh, crazy, fantastical realms and get, um, you know, you got to fight weird creatures and get like super rare resources that you could use to enhance your, you know, your, your weapons and your things with magic. Oh man, it's so cool. And then you got to get these two cards and you put the cards in there and then it takes you to an even cooler realm. Um, the game looks a, a, like a lot of fun. It is uh, a co-op game. You can play it. You can play it solo or you can play it with friends. Um, it's an on, Right now it's online only, which I've been seeing a lot of um, negative response to. Um, but they did say, the developer said that we didn't think that this was a big issue going in. And I think it was just today they said that they are going to, they're working on an offline mode. So hopefully that'll, you know, please some people. But um, I know this was on your your most anticipated games list. What is uh, What are your thoughts? I'm looking forward to it still. I mean, it's, it's early access. And because of that, there was no like Metacritic review available. But I was poking around in the Steam reviews. And yeah, a lot of people were echoing that. It's just like, they were experiencing lag just yeah. playing solo, which is ridiculous, and you shouldn't have to have that problem. I guess the developers have um, announced that they'll do like a solo-only version of this, so you don't have mm -hmm. to deal with that in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one big problem solved. Um, I, I will tell you that Chris Van 62 um, with three hours on record, said, A tree monster pooped out sticks, and then I used it to make an axe to kill that same tree monster, and that he recommends it, so... That speaks volumes go. to me. You're sold on that, just that that review alone. Thank you, Chris Van Miller, whatever your name <laughs> was. Um, but yeah, I sent you uh, like I saw a little like a TikTok the other day, and I was like, dude, this game it looks it looks so cool. The whole mechanic behind like traveling to these different realms, like it looks really cool. If you know, once they get it flowing and get everything figured out like because we're talking we're still well, this is early access this is the first few days of early access so they're allowed to have you know bugs get things sorted out um but it looks it looks really dope uh you know it's a survival game we've been talking a lot about these survival games and i like that this one has that little bit of a you know it it goes that extra mile introduces a new mechanic um and i think it's cool 
Yeah. Yeah, I did read a lot of uh, positive feedback about the base building features. Uh, you can build your mansion on a waterfall, whatever you want to do. Um, mm -hmm. You never really know what you're getting into because I was hoping you could do things like that on Power World. Yeah. Not really or not yet, anyway. So it's good to see that the base building is going to be pretty pretty tight on this one. Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll keep that We'll keep that one, you know, on our wish list. Keep looking at it. And it's not, it's, it's inexpensive. Like, the last, I've been thinking about it recently, like the last um, bunch of new releases we've had, and, the, and a lot of the more popular games, we're talking Pal World, Helldivers, those are, you know, $40 games, um, and and the rest of our new releases are, are you know, they're low, moderately priced, too. Balatro, like I said, 13 bucks. It's, it's uh, these lower priced games are where they've been hitting the spot lately. Uh, like our next one, Pacific Drive came out on PS5 uh, and PC on February 22nd. This is a first-person driving survival game. It's another survival game. This is the theme of uh, our new releases this week. Um, same kind of idea. You go out, you scavenge resources. You got to craft new equipment for your car, do all these upgrades. And then, um, you know, but this one, the loop is you go out and you face these weird unpredictable creatures and you know you get these resources you come back and then you got to go back out it's kind of like um a roguelike in that where you you know you go out you do a mission come back to your base upgrade your car go out do a mission come back to your base um and it, it looks again this is another one where it's it's got the basic idea of a survival game but it's adding something new to make things fresh. It's a, you know, you're constantly repairing your car, upgrading your car, and you're going out and getting those resources to, to do it again. So this one, um, I'm, I'm very excited to check out. I almost grabbed it this week. Another one, this is like, I think it's like 23, 26 bucks. I don't know on sale right now. Um, but I did see that, that on, the PlayStation, there are, well, on both PlayStation and PC, there's um, some frame rate issues. So yeah. I'm going to wait and see how that shakes out, see if they could get it fixed. Um, I think they said it's running like 30 um, frames per second on the PlayStation where it should be, you know, 60. Usually the frame rate stuff doesn't bother me. Um, in a game like this, it might because it's driving. You know, I'd like to see right. have, have that higher frame rate. Um, but it's at a 78 on Metacritic, so obviously the reviewers are enjoying it. They're not having an issue with it. So I'm definitely, um, you know, it's on my short list, even despite, you know, my, my self-imposed game purchasing ban, which I broke for Bellagio, but, you know, we're not going to get into it. Um, what are your thoughts on Pacific Drive? Is this, uh, is this one you can see yourself get into? Yeah, looking forward to this one, too. It's got vibes of uh, the new Ghostbusters, where it's got this... Sure. Subtle yeah, hinting of like the 80s style and stuff like that. It's the wagon. But yeah, I think, I mean, this one kind of differentiates itself from a lot of other survival games, whereas you are the car in this. I mean, from everything I've seen, I haven't seen right. gameplay of it proper, but um, yeah. yeah, you are the car when you leave that garage and you come back and, and do all your upgrades. And it seems, um, it seems 100% worth playing. And I didn't know that the price was so nice, so I might pick that up pretty soon too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then our last survival game of the week, Sons of the Forest, came out of early access on PC uh, February 22nd. Uh, this one's the sequel to the game The Forest. Um, 
everybody says it's more of the same whatever made the forest as popular as it was this is more of that it's this horror survival style um where it's got you know the the usual survival tropes but there's cannibals that are constantly you know trying to to kill you and they'll like come and try to uh you know sneak up on you or jump out of traps or whatever and it's um it's super scary so it's like that's the hook for this one i like we got three different survival games and they all have kind of different hooks to to keep you there um but one thing that this one has going for it is that it looks gorgeous like it's very very well uh crafted and it looks awesome and it looks really scary but um yeah this one's been out lots of reviews for it a lot of positive reviews now that it's uh you know the the 1.0 um expect it to to continue to just be just be dope just be sons of the force dope and be scary yeah yeah do you i know you're not a big scary guy fan but does your um love of survival games win out into something like this would you would you play this game see this one's interesting because it looks a lot uh, like the other survival games that i've played lately and the standout for me is like the monsters that the the weird skin configurations of yeah. like what might have been humans at one time um and i can have a lot of fun shooting those and having a real monster sure. in the world that you actually have to compete against because some of these survival games kind of lack when it comes to that um mm-hmm. it would be interesting i'd have to see you know price and How's it looking as far as reviews? All right, so yeah, this one's twenty nine ninety nine on Steam. So not bad, dude. Look at all three of these games you can get for the price of like a regular game. Maybe right. that's not true, but I don't do math good, so you know, tricks on you. All right, that's it for our new releases from this past week, or what we can now call Survival Corner. Now we'll move on. Hopefully next week there's different uh, types of games coming out. All right. Let's get into our news of the week. All right, it is finally here, finally happening. Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree was finally given a release date, a trailer. It looks amazing, and it's coming out pretty soon. June 21st is the release date. This trailer, it's like... um three-minute trailer, and it's showing all these new bosses, new weapons, new locations, everything about it. It looks like it's going to be massive. Like, this is not just, you know, a couple-hour DLC added onto there. It looks like it's going to be huge. Um, It's got a price tag of $40 for the DLC, so it's definitely, you know... more than your average uh, downloadable content. More um, like an old school expansion probably than just a regular DLC. Exactly. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Um, so IGN has a great interview with Miyazaki on there. And I uh, I read through it. Um, I'm not getting any spoilers or anything like that. Be- Miyazaki, he was very tight-lipped about everything. Things he does say that it's an entirely new land that you have to get to it um, in, a, in a, a very particular way. Um, the layout is similar to the original in, in what it exists of dungeons and, and flat areas. Um, and he says that it's larger than Limgrave, 
which is, I'm sure it's an understatement because initially when Elden Ring was coming out, he said it was like a 30 hour game. Now, you know, most people have played it for like a hundred hours. So I'm assuming that it was a bit of an understatement. We'll see because it looks, it looks massive. There's like, I don't know, like we saw like 10 new bosses at least like, so it's going to, it's going to be huge, especially with the price tag of 40 bucks. But, um, yeah. Um, Xbox S X Xbox one, PS4, PS5, PC, June 21st. Get hype. Okay. So one thing that Miyazaki did in the interview that he did with IGN, he did talk about, uh, layoffs separate completely from discussion about the DLC, but I thought it was interesting enough that I wanted to include it in the show here. Um, they asked him about layoffs in the in the current state of the video game world and developers, and he said, um, just speaking on behalf of From Software, I think we are very blessed in the way that we have a lot of keen up-and-coming developers who've grown and they have developed within the studio, and they've reached these director positions where they're able to direct projects such as the recent Armored Core. Uh, we have several of these up-and-coming directors who are able to delegate these projects to, and we're able to have multiple pl- projects on the go at once. What I foresee in this climate, at least for us, is a from software where games can be directed by others, not only myself. I think in the face of that struggle and the place where the games industry is right now, I do see this as a time for us to continue to grow and to con- and continue to cultivate this talent and continue to release these games for as long as we can. Um, and I thought that was really well said how they're investing in their developers and they're allowing them to to grow from within and helm these these big games so they're not um you know it's it's all kind of internal and they're you know they're just taking care of themselves they're doing what they do and they're making great games you know yeah So. so there's there's a big difference because um lately we've been talking about a lot of layoffs and cancellations and things like that just last week or maybe the week before we talked about um, whatever the big umbrella corporation is, embracer, that like half embracer group, yeah, um, canceling ninety six games or something insane like that, yeah. because they're overstepping with all of those in the first place. And yeah, in this climate, we talk about it all the time, but oversaturation. So whatever from software does next, it's going to be a seller and it's going to be a killer title because they're not overstepping in the first place, and they can come yeah. out with two or three games at a time. And I think everybody will celebrate them. Yeah, absolutely. And then one other thing adjacent to that is they were asked about, Miyazaki was asked about a Bloodborne uh, remake or whatever. Um, and, you know, being that is my my favorite game, I got a report on this. Uh, he said, unfortunately, and I've said this in other interviews, it's not in my place to talk about Bloodborne specifically. We simply don't own the IP at From Software. For me personally, it was a great project. I have a lot of great memories for that game, but we're not at liberty to speak to it. Um, and he also did say that, you know, he, you know, he kind of hinted that it's possible. So I'm a, you heard it here first, Bloodborne remake coming soon from Sony. Um, but no, yeah, I, I wish he came out and was like, oh yeah, we're working on that right now. But like you said, they don't own it. Sony owns the IP for that one. But for like, this is a PlayStation 4 game, dude. We're, we're well past that. They got to get this, get this shit going. You know, you ever play, you ever play Bloodborne? No. Oh man, you should, you should do it. Right. I mean, it's a game that it and Dark Souls 
kind of launched its own genre of games that everybody wants to be right. like now. Yeah. To me, yeah, Bloodborne just, they did it. They did it the best. But um, yeah, so we, it wasn't a no. So I'm going to, I'm leaning very heavily into it being a, you know, coming soon. All right, our next big news story here. Nintendo held a uh, another direct, and it was about, it was like 25 minutes of, you know, a lot of games, a lot of remakes, doing a lot of remakes, uh, a lot of new stuff coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, some of the big ones, Disney Epic Mickey Rebrushed. This is the, um, it's like a remake of the, uh, you know, Disney Epic Mickey where you got to like do a bunch of, you paint things and stuff like that. You ever play that game? I think it was like a Wii game. Maybe I have a couple copies of it, but I've actually not played it for whatever reason. Oh, there you go. Now is your opportunity to get out there, paint stuff. Um, so that's a big one. That was a, a big surprise. Uh, everybody's excited about that one. Uh, they showed another trailer for World of Goo 2. Even more goo coming at you. Um, Endless Ocean Luminous was a, a new game, one of the newer games that they showed. Um, it is a sequel to, I think this one was also a Wii game. Anyways, it's about like you explore an underwater world. Um, it looks interesting. Um, coming to Nintendo Online, so a bunch of the rare games, not rare and, you know, oh, it's so rare, rare, the company rare, Killer Instinct, uh, Battletoads, uh, RC Pro-Am, Snake Rattle and Roll coming to uh, the Nintendo Online service. Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection uh, was announced. This one's coming to not only Nintendo, um, but PlayStation and Xbox as well. This one's pretty cool. It's got the 2004 Star Wars Battlefront and the 2005 sequel, uh, Battlefront 2, um, both kind of touched up a little bit, but now they have like online support so you can play, you know, uh, online with with your friends. That one comes out March 14th. Uh, another trailer for Snow Day, the South Park game. That one confirmed that it is also coming in the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you another trailer for another Crab's Treasure. Those are fun games. Recommend those. Go check that out. Uh, that's going to be out April 25th. Uh, Pepper Grinder, conf confirmation that's coming to Nintendo Switch. That one I played recently. Loved it. Go check that one out March 28th. Uh, what else? Um, Super Monkey Ball. New Super Monkey. You ever play the Super Monkey Ball games? No. Oh man, the probably the best monkey in a ball game out right there. Um, but this is Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble. Uh, it's a new new game in the series. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories. It's another remake of an old um, 2017 Monster Hunter game for the the 3DS. Um, another Shin Megami Tensei game. Gundam game. I know you're excited about that Gundam Breaker 4. Put together a Gundam from all these different pieces. I would try it out. Hell yeah, you would. Um, and those were like the the major announcements. So in addition to that, the all the speculation, everybody, everything's been running rampant. Um, the rumors, crazy. Finally, we got the official announcement. Um, grounded and Pentiment, both the Obsidian Xbox games, uh, got official announcements. 
um, and they will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. So Pentiment uh, is out now, and Grounded will be coming out April 16th. So uh, it's it's happening, and the world did not explode. Xbox games on the Nintendo Switch. Um, Call me when you get Halo. Exactly, exactly. What was your, um, did you have any uh, highlights from this uh, Direct, or what was your overall impression right. of it? Uh, the new Nintendo Switch Online Library Editions, they got me. They knew what they were doing. They played that Killer Instinct soundtrack. Mm, hit me in the nostalgia core. Yeah, it sure was, man. But, like, looking at it, I'm like, holy cow. It's, 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 it looks rough. Um, but, you know, I love that old, like, Killer Killer Instinct stuff. Those are ones, like, I mean, those rare games, being a PlayStation guy, we never saw any any of them, so... Yeah, that one that one always hurt. I really haven't played one since then, so that's why. I mean, it's nostalgic, but I have no idea after the Super Nintendo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yep, I think that's what it was for me too. I think Super Nintendo. Um, because didn't they do like early on? Didn't they do like the Donkey Kong Country? Wasn't that was that rare for a little bit or no? Pretty sure I remember the logo being there. I do too. That's all I remember is that logo. Um, so. Yeah, overall, I thought it was just a, a meh direct, nothing really major. Um, but this kind of goes with what we're saying, that this is the the end of the Nintendo Switch cycle. And, and as far as games coming out, uh, we're getting a lot of games that are out now kind of also being put on the Switch. So, you know, if Switch is your only gaming console, that's great. It's definitely going to get some sales that way. But... Most of these are games that have existed on other platforms or will also exist on other platforms. So, um, except for like the, you know, the, the Mickey and I think that was just a, a Nintendo only. But speaking of other platforms, um, in addition to the Nintendo Switch getting Pentiment and Grounded, uh, they also did announce after that. Uh, the dates for the PlayStation to get them. Um, Grounded will become the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 uh, also on April 16th. And um, Pentiment is out uh, right now. Came out on the 22nd. So, and then even after that, they issued a statement uh, regarding Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush will arrive on PlayStation 5 on March 19th. And, um, Sea of Thieves will be out April 30th. Sea of Thieves will be out April 30th. So, um, you know, they put out a couple little cute trailers and stuff like that. So, yeah, not too long. And we're going to have Xbox games on the Nintendo Switch and on the PlayStation. How are you feeling about that last move if you're Ubisoft? I, I've never played Sea of Thieves. Um... So, I don't know, but from what I've heard, not great. The Ubisoft, you know, they can't be can't be too pleased about it. You know, this was their big this was their big moment, and they're they're going to be outshined by a what ten year old? Uh, Maybe not quite that that old, but getting there. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to play it. I think I'm going to try Sea of Thieves because I've I've heard great things. I had friends that played it. Um, and were obsessed with it, loved it. They had their little group, oh, and yeah, um, yeah it, it it looks cool. So, 
um yeah it's, it's all happening over over here now we just got to get that uh playstation to get you know starfield halo um you know the big the big dogs uh over here maybe we'll get starfield and halo over the playstation with the the when the ps5 pro comes out uh so analysts have been suggesting that a ps5 pro could be released later this year now this is all you know complete speculation from these these analysts which i always um have a hard time reading that word because i just see anal i don't know if that's just me but i just you know very focused on the anal well they say that a, a souped up refresh would be designed to boost interest in ps5 after sony uh, admitted expected the console sales pace of the console to start falling from the next fiscal year which begins april 2024 um and then they also expect it to launch ahead of grand theft auto 6 which will you know help boost everything because that's what grand theft autos do they just you know put a shot in the arm of money into the video game community um a quote from an analyst says, there seems to be a broad consensus in the games industry that Sony is indeed preparing a launch of a PS5 Pro in the second half of 2024. And Sony will want to make sure to have a great piece of hardware ready when GTA 6 hits in 2025. Yeah, what do you think about this? Do you think yeah. this, there's any truth to this? Probably. I mean, when it comes down to analysts, I don't know about their spot on um, sort of conclusions. Guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're guessing. I mean, it would make sense because we thought the same thing about the next version of the Switch. They will want to hit the holiday market, and we know with the Switch that's not going to happen, and uh, maybe not with the PlayStation either, for all we know. But the way you uh, the way you transition to that that struck me because you said maybe we'll get like Starfield over on the PlayStation, and I've never thought about it from that angle before. But Xbox is going to have to be really careful with this because. They don't want to be selling consoles for their competitor. Um, they want to sell the games on those consoles, but they definitely, if they have an idea of when this uh, PS5 Pro is going to come out, they don't want to be helping that along by putting their big AAA titles out. They might just have to wait and sit on on some titles for a few years until you know it'll sell some, but it's not going to be a console seller for people. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, you're right. Um... To me, like, I don't know, with the PS5 Pro, like, I don't know why, like, basically, I don't know, who who is it for, like, what are you doing with this, is it, I mean, I guess you're getting, for the people that want that, you know, the 60 frames per second all the time, like, ray tracing, that HDR, like, all those, you know, the super, super high-end stuff, like, I guess, but to me, is, do you think, I don't know if we have this information out there, like, are games being, like, are they maxing out the potential of the PlayStation 5 right now? Like, you can always, you can always go higher. You can always be, like, 120. It's true, but, like, right now, like, let's say, like, what's the most visually, like, I don't know, Spider-Man 2. Like, you know, they had all the, it had all the, rage, all the bells and whistles. Do you think that was pushing the limits of the PlayStation 5? Is I don't know, because they're pro. Is that exclusive to the PS5 or is that, I mean, most games in this era right now, I feel like they're still making them run on the launch era PS4. 
and we're only now switching over to seeing the the first like PS5 and forward only games. Right, which leads me again to think that like, is there a need for this yet? If we're still like, and I think a lot of times too, games can probably be optimized better for you know this because you, know, you talk about like oh it's pushing the boundary of the thing and i'm like i don't is it really though or is it just not being optimized to take use of everything that the ps5 has like i don't know i i yeah. is our games going to be that much better on a pro system or are they going to still be made with a vanilla ps5 in mind and not really push it you know right right and i think like when, when it comes down to that, there never really is a need for the pro console, right? It's for your enthusiasts. And there are some people, I mean, they don't even necessarily have to be a PlayStation fanboy. They might just be a console player because I know quite a few people like this. They don't really care. They're just going to get whatever is the most powerful one out there. They're going to yeah. go to the store and they're going to buy it. Sure. So, you know, this is this is a way to, to make a little bit more money on top, I would assume, for PlayStation. Yeah. Whereas, what, yeah, the games will still be designed for the, the slower consoles. And what do you think a PS5 Pro is going to cost? Oh, God. what's Six, I mean, what's MSRP on the regular PS5 right now? Five, I think $499. I would assume at least $200 more. Yeah. So maybe so. maybe even in the $700 range. Yeah. that's I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot for a gaming console. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, again, this is all speculation. Um these analysts guessing on us, you know, <laughs> guessing right along with them. But um, if that's the case, you know, we're we're not far off from that. You know, fiscal year ends um, next month. Um, so the new fiscal year will, will be starting and, and we'll be seeing what uh, these companies have up their up their sleeves. So, all right. Next up, we got the first trailer from the new Borderlands movie uh, directed by Eli Roth. Starring Kate Blanchett, uh, uh, Kevin Hart, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jack Black—they're all there. Um, what do you think of the trailer? Looks good. I'm excited for this one. I am too. Like I thought, it looked silly. It's got um, someone else brought it up, and I totally agree. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of vibe to it, um, where it's a little more you know tongue in cheek, but like fun um, group dynamic. Um, and just hijinks and just, you know, just, uh, big action, big hijinks. So yeah, I am excited for it. It comes out, uh, August 9th. All right. And this leads us to this week's top five of the week. Top five. It's a top five. Top five. All right. This week we're talking about the top five best. In our opinion, top five best yeah. video game movies, movies based on video games. Uh, and this was a, a interesting list in that our top five was the same, just wow. in a different order. Oh. So it, it made things uh, it made things very easy to do. Um, so starting with number five, Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, this was a big surprise um, f watching the movie for me because uh, I'm not, a, neither of us are Sonic the Hedgehog fans, really, you know? But it was a very fun movie. I thought they really nailed 
um, the the whole Sonic thing, you know? I got to tell you, this is the only movie on my list that I put on there that I didn't watch. Just oh, because geez. I knew it was better than some of the, the dog crap that would be below it. I even I like put it your... above movies that I have watched, like Tomb Raider, Need for Speed. Yeah, and it fit right in there. It's fine. I like your honesty. Um, go watch Sonic Hedgehog. I think you'll like it. Both of them. Sonic and Sonic 2 are both uh, very good movies. All right. Number four, Silent Hill. Did you see that one? Yeah. Silent Hill. That's a good movie. It's a creepy movie. They do the whole uh, pyramid head guy really well. Those creepy nurses. A very. I yeah. thought it was a very well-made movie. That's one I've actually watched like two or three times over the year, and I've never really played a lot of Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. Me, like I played the, you know, the main Silent Hill game when I, when I was younger. I think that's all you need out of this. But um, yeah, I thought it was a, a very well-made movie. Um, number three, Mortal Kombat, the OG. When it was nineteen ninety-five, I think. Um, you know, this it's a classic, dude. The soundtrack, dude. I still, I'll listen. I'll put the soundtrack on to get me fired up. You know. I ever you know or if i got a poop that's not coming out real good i'll put that on and bam <laughs> get movement. out of here <laughs> yeah exactly um such a good movie the you know the new mortal Kombat was good in its own way too but you know it doesn't uh live up to the og i saw that in movie theaters twice yeah wow. that's how old, that's how old i am uh number two detective pikachu just a, I mean, for any Pokemon fan, like living y- your dream of being in a world with real uh, Pokemon characters, the they were all well uh, constructed visually. Uh, Ryan Reynolds as the Pikachu character was hilarious. Fantastic movie. Yeah. I was worried that this one wasn't going to count because it's like, is it based on the game or is it based on the anime? Yeah, they made the games after the movie, right? The actual Detective Pikachu games? No. So there was a, like a Detective Pikachu from like, I don't know. I think it was a while back. I'm not super oh. up on the uh, up on the, the the world of Pikachu. But I'm pretty sure like it was like a, I don't know, like a Game Boy game or something. I don't know. Back in the day. Um, but yeah, that was a big surprise for me because I wasn't, I've never been a huge Pokemon fan, but that movie, uh, I, that one, that's one I've watched a bunch of times since. Yeah. Um, which leads us to our number one for this week. What is it, full clip? Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. The, the new one. Not the, the new one. Not something. John Leguizamo. Uh-huh. Um, the new one. I, and this is one where, you know, a, a lot, of, there was some, uh, uh, division in, in what people thought of this. And for me, um, it really encapsulated that the feeling of the video game. It was fun. Um, and the the characters were, were all fleshed out very similar to how I perceived them in my mind while playing these games throughout the, the years. The worlds were cool. It had so many like Easter eggs for fans of the Mario series and what Chris Pratt was fine. Yeah. Yeah, really. So, yeah. Um, yeah, this one, it, it never really stops for me. So I really don't know how, even if you wanted to, to come into it with a shitty attitude and, and just 
find problems and nitpick about everything. I feel like everything looks so good, sounds so good, and it it hits all the right boxes, checks all the the things off the list that it should. Um, I think everything is good enough, even if it's not the most original story ever told. I I think it's one that wins people over if they watch it. Absolutely. Well said. All right, and that is this week's top five list. Let us know what your top five would be, what you would take out, what you would put in there, and, uh, yeah, send it over to us. All right, and last up, a new game announcement, a little game called Kingmakers. Now, this game, completely blind into this trailer. I was like, oh, a new game announcement. I always look forward to these. Watching it, it's like 20 seconds of, like, like chivalry style, like medieval combat, hand-to-hand combat. And then all of a sudden a pickup truck comes cruising through, just mowing people down. Um, and I was immediately intrigued. And I'm like, what the heck is this game? So basically the premise is you travel back in time 500 years to, you know, change the course of history. And with it, uh, you know, you bring all these different weapons, you yeah, know. A huge arsenal of, yeah, of everything, like grenade launchers, uh, you know, airdrops, all this, all this stuff. Um, And what the game is, it's a, it's all these different battles. Each one is a, it's real time um, and it's a simulation, real time simulation of this, in this battle that's going on. And you could be out there, you know, fighting in the battle. You could be controlling troops uh, and doing all sorts of stuff, but it's, it's thousands of soldiers that are out there fighting and they're all like controlled by, according to, you know, this developer, like this special AI that has them, you know, um, basically, you know, doing what would happen in real life in a battle like this. Well, you know, they might defect just to switch sides or whatever. So, you know, all things considered, I feel like that's the thing that's going to make this when, there's thousands of things on there. You need that AI to be, you know, to be working and, and making it have that realism, you know, but otherwise it looks very interesting. Oh yeah. Yeah. It looks like you, your character kind of comes from PUBG almost. Right. But then even in the trailer, it looks like, I don't know if it's going even further into the future. There's mm-hmm. more time skipping going around, but it looks like an ultra futuristic floating city thing going on. Um, so really interesting there. I think it is really good timing that this announcement came out so close to the reign of Power World. There's both mm. of these sort of have some something in common where it's like this shouldn't exist. This feels right. wrong, but oh so right. Right. Um, yeah. I, I think it's it's really cool to have games like this. It doesn't have to be as insane as like Goat Simulator as far as the sandboxes go. Mm-hmm. But it can be a hell of a lot more fun to be like the only guy with a sniper rifle sniping the leader of the other uh, faction right. off of his horse. Um, yeah, just just like Power World is fun for the reasons that it shouldn't exist. Yeah, this leads me to this should have been our, our this should have been our top five this week. What games could be made better with the inclusion of guns? Because oh, yeah. it's like okay, you got your Pokemon with guns, now you got your chivalry with guns. It's like. Yeah, what's next? Um, but, oh no! Yeah, it's I'll, definitely. I'll keep the, I have some bad examples that I'll just keep to myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the, you know the, the Americanization of um, you know video games. 
But um, yeah, this one, it also has online co-ops. You can play with up to three other friends uh, out there in this. It's And I think it looks like it's going to be a blast. Uh, it comes out to Steam Early Access uh, later this year. So yeah, very interesting premise. I, yeah. And like you said, yeah, like Pal World, I like games that do this. They kind of just, uh, yeah, they just buck the system a little bit and keep you keep you on your toes so um but it looks very it looks very violent um i mean it's war so what is it good for all right you got nothing nothing you got anything else nothing at all we did it folks we're through another week's worth of the biggest video game news uh thanks so much for checking out this episode uh, however you found it uh, whether it's through uh, podcast services, you got the audio version, or through YouTube over at Pop Culture Playground. It's where you can find um, this and uh, you know a bunch of other stuff. Um, you can also check us out at a, a very special website called Fruit Lab, where you can post video game content, watch content, and you earn a, a cryptocurrency called a PIP. You can use it to buy gift cards, that sort of thing. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, also... If you're at YouTube, go check out GameFAX, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. That's where Full Clip is over there playing video games, posting sweet content. And then um, check us out on TikTok. Uh, daily content over there, putting out the best bits. Stay up to the date with all the news um, throughout the week. And, uh, you know, it's nice little snippets. So you can watch it while you're, uh, you know, waiting in line, while you're going pee, however you want to um watch tiktoks bam and then um yeah i think that's all i got should we get out of here yeah let's go let's do it thanks so much we'll see you next week with more gaming news weekly